Hello, entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Laura L. Bernhard. Welcome back to the Marketing Bound Podcast, where we help you leverage inbound marketing strategies to grow your business. This week is the second part of my interview with Avery Melcher, marketing content and SEO expert. Last week, Avery revealed the six factors to get your blog to rank in Google. In this part, Avery defines keywords, the importance of aligning buyer intent with your blogs, the SEO toolkit you need to get started, and why content planning needs to be part of your SEO strategy. By applying this information, you can improve your website ranking in Google. This 20-minute episode is packed with information to take your blog content to the next level. I will also link the previous episode in the show notes so you can easily access that. And be sure to subscribe to the Marketing Bound podcast so you don't miss the last part of this interview. I want to kind of go over keywords in a simple way where we can kind of lay out the importance of keywords and like maybe the first three things you need to do. So the people that are listening can literally click off this episode and go do it right away. So Mm -hmm. let's say I'll bring up this, I'll bring up like podcasting. Okay. (laughs) Just because you were talking about it before. (laughs) (laughs) So I want to write about podcasting. My keyword does that mean it's going to be podcasting? So initially, I would probably say no, um, because that's going to be too general. So when you are thinking about keywords, I'll back up first. And for people who don't know what keywords are, they are what make the internet go round. <laughs> um, basically, it's a, like marketers have taken and made it a thing, but it's simply what people are searching on Google. So you have to think, are people typing in podcast on Google? They probably are, but they're probably getting a lot more specific than that yeah, too. So I'm like, probably so, not just podcast. <laughs> yeah. You take only one thing away from keyword research. You know, you need them. You've probably heard a lot of different things about keyword research. There are free tools that can help you do it. But the most important thing is aligning what's called buyer intent or user intent. Mm-hmm. Um, because it doesn't always have to be, you know, purchase oriented. It could simply just be, you know, my ideal customer wants to know how to start a podcast and I want to teach her that without selling her anything. And that could be great too. Um, but that's where you need to get more specific than podcast. So that's where I would sit you down and say, how does that relate to your service and your business? Do you have a podcast that you want people to visit? Are you teaching people how to make money with podcasts? Mm -hmm. Are you selling podcast management services to business owners? So there right there are three different avenues you could go in and just targeting the word podcasts doesn't tell me the intent behind any of them. Mm -hmm. So you would want to follow any three of those down the route, depending on what you do and what you want people, this goes back to talking about the conversion, the action that you want them to take on that blog post. And I think a lot of people, there's like this misconception where keywords is just one word. No, like (laughs) you can, you can have a long tail keyword phrase, right? Mm -hmm. Like how to start a podcast. That is technically your keyword. 
Yes. Right. Yeah. And you used another term there, long tail. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm sure there's some place that that originated from and whatever, someone could give you the definition and why it's important. But um, I'm also certain that any of your listeners don't need to know <laughs> where it came from no. in order to be successful in their business. So that's my method of just cut to the chase. So long tail is simply that. If podcast, I call it a root keyword. If podcast is the root keyword and the most general you can get, anything that has additional words on it is the long tail, how mm-hmm. to start yeah. What is a podcast? Mm-hmm. Top 10 podcasts. So when, for everybody listening, let's say they have a service, um, a coaching service, okay? They have a coaching service. They want to write a blog. Their first thing that they have to look at is find the root keyword, I guess, mm-hmm. and then any, and then add any words to it to see what, what is already out there. Yes. And basically follow your guide that you went over before over the six things that you should be looking for in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Identify all those things and then start writing. Yes, more or less. That's it. That's it. And (laughs) I'm learning your methods. Yes. Yeah. Um, And it's you don't have to you don't have to nail it the first time Mm too. you can find something between how to start a podcast and podcast mm-hmm. that's maybe middle ground. And you're like, okay, I know I need to get more specific than podcast, but I don't know. I, I always say, put yourself in the shoes of your customer. Remember like we're all also consumers We're I think the average amount of searches per day on Google is 25 searches per person per day on Google. Um, so go look at your search history on Google and see how you type things into Google. And you'll notice a couple of things. You'll notice one, it's not perfect English grammar. Um, and sometimes you cut out words like the, or like you'll say coaching definition or what is coach. And like, we obviously don't talk like that. So you can cut out those small words or you can add them later when you're writing the content. Um, but you want to be thinking about if you have no idea where to begin, take the number one question someone asks you in your business and Google it and then write the response to it. Yeah. Yeah. I you know, you've asked me, what is SEO? Yeah. If you're a coach, what is the coach? Why yeah. do I need a coach in this industry? Um, and answer the number one sales question you get that will serve dual purpose. It will help you rank it will give you authority and it will save you time on your sales calls because you can direct people to your website and let that be a resource. So that way, so it's triple purpose, Mm -hmm. but that way, when you get on a call with someone, they already have all of your information they've been consuming. Just like you even said on this call here, you're like, I've already researched all this stuff. You want your ideal customer to come to you on a sales call and be like, I already know everything about you. I'm ready to talk about the nitty gritty of your package and the pricing. And when can I get started? Cause I'm already sold. The power of inbound marketing. Yes. That, yeah. that is how you get the conversion. You give away your best information. You educate them. You take them on the journey. You qualify, you give them the information that you would want to see when we talk about like qualified leads, someone who's ready to do business with you, 
make sure all of the information that someone would need to do business with you is on your website and then it's put already there yeah yeah keywords which could mean phrases just <laughs> which are phrases. yeah keywords key phrases so I've been doing like SEO for a while and stuff and I often go like I've, I look into Google and stuff, but I'm always apprehensive about using like Uber suggest. Mm -hmm. So it's very much like the tools that go along with SEO because some of them are also very expensive. Yes. Right. So if, if you were to recommend like a starter kit for SEO and the mm -hmm. tools that are in the starter kit, what would you, what is like the essential and then explain why you would add maybe like the Uber Suggest and stuff. Yeah, so I would say now Uber Suggest itself isn't necessarily essential, but a keyword tool is essential, a keyword okay. research tool. So some of the ones that I recommend, Uber Suggest is a great one. Um, I think, and these companies are, I'm not affiliated with any of them. Their company, their packages change all the time. I think it starts at $9.99 a month. Um, which is very affordable. Mm -hmm. There's Keyword Finder, which I think is around $30 a month. And then there's Keywords Everywhere, which is actually a Google Chrome extension. And it's not a monthly package. You actually purchase like a bank of keywords and you can purchase keywords for like searches, not keywords. Oh. And you get a certain number of searches. And it, it, it's kind of like when we used to buy like texts on our cell phones. <laughs> I don't know. Like anyone who was getting phones in what in the early 2000s, we used to have to pay per text. Yeah. So it's like that you pay per search. If you're a small business and just getting started, that's perfect. Like you can get started with keyword research for as little as $2.99. I sound like a salesperson now. But like, <laughs> for just $2.99. Um but this is but like you can answer the public, you know, answer the public. Answer the public. So I would say bare minimum of just getting started. Mm -hmm. Google Analytics is free. Put mm -hmm. it on your website. Mm -hmm. Google Search Console is also free and they will tell you site health issues. So it's kind of, it's like a free site audit if you can't, if you don't want to start investing in some of these more expensive tools. And Google Search Console will tell you this page is losing clicks because it's slow. You can check your site mm -hmm. speed. So two free amazing tools. Then you need a keyword research tool. And um, there are a couple, all of them give like free trials and you get a couple searches. I think Uber suggests gives you like one free search a day or something like that. Um, then the nice to have would be like the answer of the public because the reason I put it in the nice to have category, and if anyone doesn't know what um, answer the public is, you type in a word and it gives you hundreds of queries and phrases that people are asking on Google. Mm -hmm. um, it will take the word and you can get really general. So you can put in podcast and it will spit out all the responses. It will say, what is a podcast? How to start a podcast? The best podcast ideas. What I don't like about it or the word of caution is that 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 does not always correlate with search volume on keywords. So you could- It doesn't say, it doesn't, it doesn't say have. what the search volume is. Right. And so, and search volume is how many people are searching a particular query every single month using that word or using that phrase in Google. And so 
answer the public is giving you all these potential queries to answer that you could either make the topic of a blog post or you could make a giant guide and make sure you're addressing all these things but it still needs to be checked with keywords to make sure that what you're writing does have search volume because i would hate to have someone sit down and invest time in creating something that's high quality to learn that no one on the internet is looking for it. <laughs> yeah. And that's key. And it, it goes with what you were, the example you were saying before, where sometimes if you're ranking really high, but not getting a lot of traffic, that's, that's where the issues come in. Yeah, exactly. Or you could, you know, in that instance, answer the public's, I have cross-checked it with my tools before and sometimes, and they do say they're getting that information from Google, but, but that might mean 10 people a month are searching for it. Mm -hmm. And depending on how specific this goes back to the intent, if it is literally your business, your service, and like says something like, like, how do I buy an SEO consultant who travels around the world? And 10 people a month are searching for that. Maybe I do want to rank for that because those people are ready to buy. Yeah. <laughs> but as a general rule of thumb, trying to go after a keyword that has, you know, a hundred people searching per month is going to have a much bigger impact on your business. And probably the bare minimum of a hundred. Yeah. Yes. That makes sense. And then I know that you have your course. So you're the blueprint to SEO. And I know a big part of that is content planning. Mm -hmm. So why is content planning part of a, a good SEO strategy? Yes, it's content is the vehicle that gets your keywords onto your website. Mm -hmm. And the way to rank for more keywords is to have more content because you're eventually going to run out of web pages, right? So if you have five web pages on your website, I recommend to not try to rank each page for more than five keywords. That maxes you out at the opportunity to rank for 25 keywords. Maybe you could run a business off of that, but we have all of the, like we have the ability to write blog posts and we have all these wonderful tools at our disposal as online entrepreneurs. So why not? Um, so that means with every blog post you write, you can continue adding keywords to your website. Mm -hmm. So having a good content planning strategy helps you plan that's also where it brings in the other things that are going on in your business as well. If you can take a holistic view at a year or six months or your next quarter, and you know what promotion you have coming up, and you know that you wanna write some blog posts around that, you can then do keyword research around that theme as well. And it makes sure that everything is aligned. Um, because what I see happen sometimes as well is people are thinking, okay, I want to rank for the keyword, what is SEO, but maybe all this month I'm running a promotion in my business on writing coaching. Mm -hmm. So if I'm then using my efforts to write a blog post about what is SEO, and I'm talking about writing coaching, your kind of marketing messages are misaligned and it doesn't, it doesn't mash up very well. And we're all small teams. Some mm -hmm. of us are just a one. So it's kind of, it's about getting the maximum impact out of each piece of content as well. Like if I could write a piece of content that supports what I'm selling and talking about in my business at that time, 
or what my customers are looking for at that time. We're coming into tax season here. If you're in the tax world, people are probably looking for tips, tools, how to find tax people. You should be writing that content right now. And then knowing that that's coming out, you can then go do keyword research for those tools or those things you want to look for. Mm-hmm. And then like, not only what's happening in your business, not only the seasons, but then even like the holidays, that would be another example, right? That's, that's one of the, I, I have a, a brainstorming checklist and that's one of the things, and I encourage people to think of holidays, you know, we think of New Year's Eve, Valentine's Day, but think of the holidays that are important to your customer. Like mm-hmm. I, I include tax day as a holiday because for people who are in that industry, that is probably their, that's their biggest time of year. Yeah. Um, think about back to school as a holiday for people who are selling office supplies and yeah. children's that's items. True. And then there are other fun things you can do too, like National Donut Day. If you sell donuts or you cook, like you can play off of holidays like that as well. And it's really knowing, I guess, your industry. And then also you said max five keywords per blog. So Mm -hmm. I'm assuming also in like a content calendar, you're also marking down what the keywords are so that you're not repeating too often? Correct. Yes. So, oh man, oh man, <laughs> roll up the sleeve. Do, do we want to do a little content planning on the spot? Well, we can. Before we go look at that, I would say the thing with repeating keywords, mm-hmm. um, it can get tricky. So I would say, so that, that is a mis- number one, like a mistake I see people make all the time is they say, well, I have a podcast. Um, I know podcast is a keyword. So I put the word podcast on every page on my website. I use it in every blog post and I Mm -hmm. name every single picture on my website, podcast number two, podcast three. People do that all the time. Mm -hmm. And that's very well intentioned. But what happens is if you repeat that keyword too many times, Google understands that your website is about podcasts, but it doesn't know which page is the most important page about podcasts. Mm. So it might throw you a bone every now and then and put you on page eight of Google and you're going to feel good about getting a ranking, but it's never going to put you on page one because it doesn't know which page to put on page one. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's just confused. You're giving them too much and you have to identify which one's the best page. Yeah, it's it's like saying, I want a pink skirt and you say, oh, I have a walk-in closet full of pink skirts. And you're like, no, I, I just want one. Which one should I wear tonight? And you're like, no, here are all of them. Yeah. And you're like, oh, uh, thanks. I'll just <laughs> go somewhere else. <laughs> you're like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> So it's a bit the same. So what I tell people when you're just starting with um, SEO is rather than trying to get five keywords in every blog post, find a keyword you feel good about. Take these six principles, which we can do some content planning here that I keep talking about and make sure you're writing a really good blog post for one keyword. Mm-hmm. And then as you start to like get the hang of that, you can start to add related keywords to it. And when I say up to five, a lot of times they're synonyms of each other. Like you might write a blog post that says 
how to write or how to start a podcast. And the second keyword you have in there is ways to start a podcast. Oh, that's a lot more similar than I thought, actually. Yeah, they can be very similar and they can be even long tail versions of each other. Mm -hmm. So maybe even your um, we go back a little bit to a root keyword and the keyword is starting a podcast. And then the other three keywords below it are how to start a podcast, ways to start a podcast, tips for starting a podcast. There's four keywords right there. And that's all in one blog. And that's all in one blog. And think about how naturally you can write and include all of those keywords and make it a really great yeah. piece of content. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Marketing Bound Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the last part of this interview where Avery brings us through a full content plan. 